Picks and Bets show on the Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, Scott Simpson. As always, we are presented by Prize Picks. Please sign up down below. Description is in the link. You can sign up there. MMN for the Mayo Media Network. Get yourself a $100 deposit match bonus when you sign up. That's real money that you can use. It's not fake money. They puts towards your credit right away. You can start playing. Uh, and the guy I'm with right now, my favorite, the real deal fantasy on, on Twitter. Uh, he is a verified uh, account. That's why I had to always give him a hard time. Uh, my favorite verified account. How are you doing, brother? Welcome. Oh, what's going on, man? I had better days today, but uh, I'm sure we'll get into that. <laughs> I, I heard. Let's let's unpack for the people because, you know, our health matters. Uh, you know, you're not 100 percent. You're you're questionable, but you, you were kind of doubtful, but you're here. What's going on, man? Yeah, man, I'm staying off of IR. Um, had a little incident at work today where glass basically shattered in my face. So, uh, yeah, no glass in the eyes. You know, we're good. They flushed it out. You know, a little irritation, a little swelling, but I'm here to play, man. Mm, mm. I love that. You, you you don't have anything that holds you back. There's nothing that's going to stop the fire content from coming. So thank you, Elk. You playing through an injury, you know, like a tough football player would. Uh, unfortunately, you're here and a lot of other football players are not here this week. So we'll get into that. Kind of the, the theme of the week is injuries, some of the best and brightest in the game, which is always a damper, but we continue on. Uh, and we're going to start here, of course, with prize picks. MMN, if you've not signed up before, uh, it really is one of the best sites you can use. There's no juice. You're not getting you know, against anybody. You're not losing to anybody who's edging you out in, in a sharps situation, like on DraftKings or anything like that. You're not losing to me and LQ and head to heads. You know, you're just up against uh, the prize picks number, which is a great way to parlay your success. And if you lose, you still get your money. You still win 40%. If you, you lose one, and if you lose two, you still get a little bit of your money back too. So I love it. This is a great way to kind of get your money in the game uh, and find some value. So uh, let's jump into these prize picks. We don't have a ton of them yet, but as you know, they're updated daily from the time I prepped the show until when we launched, a couple of prize picks dropped. So uh, let's jump in here, LQ. We're going to start with Dak Prescott. He's got a couple numbers. We're going to start with his passing yards, 280 and a hook. Uh, how are you kind of leaning on this one? Uh, we know that the, the New Orleans Saints, uh, their run defense is pretty stout. Their pass defense has yeah. been exploitable this year. Are you edging over, under? How are you looking at this? Um, I can hit the over. I feel as though they're giving up a lot of yards per game. I feel as though Dak, like the 280 looks a little high, but this man was just throwing out of his mind last week. I feel as though, you know, with him throwing over, you know, 350 yards, I think it was 375 to be exact, two touchdowns. I feel as though, you know, with him going against his softball defense against the Saints, I don't see why not. Yeah, he's gone over that number uh, several times this year, 445, 405, 375, 325. Yeah. 308, 296. So it's been in the realm. Also, Zeke, you know, there's a, you know, that, that banged up, you know, factor with Zeke just changing yeah. kind of the whole way the offense runs. And even though CD Lamb is still officially out, I checked on my, my app today for, for ESPN. He <laughs> is going to come back. That's what it looks like. He's getting through that concussion protocol. So having CD Lamb back really does bolster that. Uh, on the other side, what do you think about that? You know, how it does, does it work out to completions uh, or is it going to be kind of, you know, one big pass here and there? How does this kind of get diffused into the game? Dak's got a 23 and a hook over for passing completions. Are you, you going over the top of that? Are we fading underneath that? How are we attacking that? Uh, I'm going to take the over here. You didn't mention earlier with Zeke being banged up. I don't think they're going to be running the ball a ton. They're still going to be limiting his snaps with Tony Pollard, you know, in the mix. So, yeah, definitely if he's going to be passing the ball, like 
more than 40 times. He's definitely completed more than 23 of those passes, especially with C.D. Lamb on the way back. So, yeah, full send that. That's a smash. No, I like that. I mean, he's got completion uh, totals this year, 42, 36, 32, 28, a couple of 24. So uh, I think that number is a bit low, and I like the smash as well. So, all right, Dak, Dak has been kind of where we're at, where we're starting. Uh, you know, he also has a rushing prop. So they're dangling the Dak in the beginning. Uh, he, he hasn't uh, rushed too many times, but uh, his uh, his total is seven and a hook. Are we, are we tantalized by that? Are we going to kind of avoid that kind of seeing where he yeah, still uh, and doesn't always uh, like to get out there and mix it up? Uh, I'm avoid that one. Um, I, I possibly might even hit the under here. I feel as though, you know, he hasn't been rushing the ball as often as we've seen before. Obviously, you know, coming back from an uh, ankle injury. So this I can possibly see myself taking the under me rolling the dice here. But, you know, I wouldn't, you know, go full out putting this on like 100 percent. But I feel as though, you know, the last couple of weeks, like if we look at his rushing attempts, it's only been four rushing mm-hmm. attempts, five rushing attempts. It's not looking good. Is it? I don't like the odds there. I need a guy who's going to be rushing the ball at least six to seven times for us to hit this over or even close to this. So, yeah. Yeah. Not like it. And, and you know what? You really do want to put the ball into other players' hands. Uh, yeah. Back. That's, you're not going to be getting into the playoffs with a, a, an injured Dak as you try to scramble them out there on regular plays. So um, I'm with you on that. All right. Let's jump to some of the, the uh, receiving yardage totals here. I, honestly, they're pretty low. When I saw these, a yeah. couple of them, I just I did that spit out water gift, you know, where they're just like <laughs> step. So, uh, particularly CD Lambs here. CD Lambs, fifty six and a hook. I know he's been out, but when he's been in, uh, he's been averaging well over fifty six and a hook. Uh, what yeah. do you think about this? Uh, smash the over on here, fifty six and a hook. He is the number one target, you know, going into this game. And those of Dak how we said is going to have that completion eye and he's going to have the yards. It's obviously going to be CD lamb at the top of that. So that is a smash. Can't yeah. believe it's that low. It's, it's kind of crazy. And then on the other side uh, too, you've got Dalton Schultz for 38 and a hook. Uh, mm-hmm. to me, that seems like another smash. Am I kind of overreacting to the limited amount of availability here? Cedric Wilson, a little banged up. No Mari Cooper limited with, you know, uh, Zeke. What am I, what am I thinking? Am I, am I off? No, you're not off, man. Dalton Schultz has been like a gem for, you know, Dak in the middle of the field. I mean, his last two games, he had 46 yards, 53 yards. You know, he's liable to hit this. He's definitely going to be, you know, the guy that Dak is going to be looking across the middle. And he's making plays as well. He's stepping up in that, you know, that target share as well. And I always like Dalton Schultz. So 38 and the hook is incredibly low. Mm, yeah, I, and I like both of those. See if a, a Gallup total comes on the board too. But if it's anything like these, you might just target the whole side of that uh, onslaught for Dallas. That might be a, a nice little strategy to win you some money. So uh, I, on the other side, they do have three uh, props up here uh, for this, you know, this New Orleans Saints. So I don't want to totally dog them here, right? Uh, we've got yeah. Traquan Smith, uh, 35 and a hook. You know, Marquez Calloway, 29 and a hook. And then Deontay Harris, 29 and a hook. So any one of those more favorable you're leaning towards, just looking at how the balls disperse, but also I'd wrinkle uh, Taysom Hill, uh, probably going to be the starting quarterback. Looks yeah. like it's going to be happening here now. So they, they signed all that money. Might as well use him. But do we really know where he's going to go? Or is this more of kind of a, you're, you're kind of just throwing a dart. You're throwing a dart, especially throwing a dart on a Deontay Harris at the 29 and the hook. It's, it's pretty low, but I'd rather go Callaway here. Cause he's a big play guy. 
So the 29 and hook, I'd rather do the over for him here. I feel as though Taysom Hill, he's going to go to his best reliable receiver. And I think out of these guys, you know, I like a Traquan Smith with that 35 and a hook is a little too high for me. So my money would be honestly on Marquise Callaway, just being the playmaker there. Yeah. And you get some downfield targets for him and yeah. uh, he can hit that in a couple of plays where not that Deontay Harris isn't, but he gets more of the shorter route so far. And, and we're not sure how Taysom Hill is going to handle it. Is he even going to be targeting the short underneath game? Or is that really going to be where he's going to be running the football, you know, kind of drawing in the linebackers. We'll, we'll have to see how it goes. So, uh, all right. Uh, we've got one more down here, which we got to get to, and then we'll jump into some injuries. And then this is interesting. I, I do like these totals because they can hit real quick, whether it's touchdowns or interceptions. And here we've got an interception total for Dak at you know it's a, it's a hook so it's just it was basically one he's got to get the the interception no juice here uh from yeah. price pick so uh what, what do you think about this are you going to bet the interception or uh, do you think it's going to not be the case in this matchup uh yeah I'll bet the interception I feel as though you know the Saints are going to be able to get some pass rushing on him and you know it's liable to happen how many times we've seen a wide receiver have the ball in the hand and it pops in the air you know defender ends up intercepting it I think it'll be one of those scenarios if anything yeah, I mean, he has uh, seven games with interceptions so far. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, two. Most of them were that situation. <laughs> right. I mean, it happens to the best of us, right? I mean, I, who it has does. a turkey bowl pick here and there? So, uh, yeah. me and Dak, same, right? Okay. <laughs> so, uh, don't let me be quarterback. That's a joke, folks. I'm the lineman. You know that. That's, uh, that's my nickname was Pumba in high school, if that gives you. Oh, my God. Any- <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I I hit the uh, the star tight end one time on the uh, on a play. One of my friends' name was Rodrigo, and immediately after that, I became a fat Pumba. Uh, that was just, you know, <laughs> was a cool guy. So I kind of went with it. And I was like, that's yeah, cool. He was one of my, my good friends in high school. So shout out Rodrigo, wherever you are right now. It was like 25 years ago. Anyway, all right, here's where we are right now. We're gonna jump in and uh, jump out of Price Picks and jump into the injury report. But while we're not in the you know transitioning here, please go sign up for Price Picks. Use the link down in the description description below mmn for the mayo media network get that hundred dollar deposit match bonus when you sign up and start playing today right get these picks in lq and myself have thrown your way build your bankroll and come back again next week and again and again for the fire content only so all right uh let's jump in here we've got some start sets some injuries uh get into the scenarios that we're facing this week oh we got a couple of good ones all right quarterback start sit josh allen going up against bill belichick in new england or Derek Carr going up against the Washington football team. I will say this to, to poison the pot here. Uh, Bill Belichick is career against Josh Allen three and two. So Josh Allen is two and three against big Billy. And also he only has seven touchdowns to six interceptions, 77% quarterback rating. So question is, does he break through and really capitalize on his values, upside his potential, or does Bill Belichick kind of limit him this week? Mm, Bill Belichick is known to take out the best players. So I feel so, you know, Josh Allen has the talent. He's one of those quarterbacks that isn't afraid. He, he's he's liable to go downfield and make some big plays. Rush out of the pocket. So, man, just being what you have on the other side, if it was anybody else but Derek Carr, I possibly would be questioning Josh Allen. But you got to start your studs, man. I think Derek Carr is going out there without a Darren Waller again because Waller, you know, he's still week to week, I believe, and he's not playing his best ability at the moment either. So I'm definitely going to lean towards the more talented quarterback here. I, I like the call. You're risking it with what you've, you know, you're dancing with your date. You know, the one that brought you is that what they say? I forget. I, don't, <laughs> I, I think I'm conflating too. I think I'm, I'm using 
Yeah, Animal House, can we dance with your dates? And then, you know, uh, anyway, that's a great scene. If you haven't watched Animal House, go watch it. Uh, another another situation here could be an Animal House situation. Both these could be blowouts or they could be close games. The NFL is an enigma, folks. The first game between Kirk Cousins and Detroit was an end of the last second field goal kick to win it. Uh, Kirk drove down with like 20 seconds left, got a couple of completions, kicked the field goal. They beat Detroit, ripped their heart out in the early weeks. All right. Uh, also, Matt Stafford uh, going taking Jalen Ramsey against Jacksonville just to remind Jacksonville of what they had and just to d- annihilate them. Right. So <laughs> yeah. who, who are you leaning towards in this matchup? I'm absolutely leaning towards Kirk cousins. Um, as a Rams fan, man, it's hard, <clears throat> excuse me, to watch Stafford go out there and struggle with, you know, the, the weapons that he has, he has Odell Beckham, you know, he has Cooper cup. I just feel as though, you know, this could be the game where we can see Jacksonville playing out of their mind. Like when they did with Josh Allen, and Buffalo, this could be easy that scenario. I mean, the Rams right now, they're in the funk, you know, uh, back-to-back losses. And I feel as though I'm going to lean with what I know. And that's Kirk cousins balling out of his mind right now. Mm, yeah. I mean, I think the guy's got two interceptions so far this year, 20 some touchdowns, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, the, the 49ers picked him off. Maybe he's Before got four last week. He went into it the last three games, eight touchdowns, zero INTs. So he was, was literally going and two. Yeah, he's 21 yeah. and two, I think, before last week. I'm not sure what his line was last week, but yeah, I, I like that call too. And then and he's got Justin Jefferson, who has just been playing out of his mind too. You got to love Justin Jefferson. So uh, I like that call. All right, running back, we're going to do a little team on team violence here, right? We're splitting the oh, difference. God. Yeah. <laughs> Javante Williams. Or Melvin Gordon versus the Chiefs. We saw the bigger week from Williams last week where Gordon had carried the day the previous couple weeks. So who are we leaning towards in this matchup? Man, it's hard because every single week we want it to be a Javante Williams breakout game. I feel as though that game happened against Dallas when he had 111 yards on the ground. But I feel as though Melvin Gordon's just that pest, man. He's still there. So this is an easy toss-up, but a good situation if you're dealing with it when you're seeing team. So Melvin Gordon just gives me a lot of red zone vibes to where he could easily fall into the end zone, man. That's really the more upside here. Yeah, no, he's a seasoned red zone uh, connoisseur. Uh, and Williams will get there, but not yet. Uh, speaking of the, a situation where uh, we, we want something to happen and it doesn't, Miles Sanders last week against the Giants only giving up 1,600 total yards of running back. I don't know what happened there. Uh, Boston's got Miles Sanders now. I know Miles Sanders is a little dinged up. Let's say he goes, right? He's questionable now. So is Hurts, by the way. Uh, uh, where are you leaning in this matchup, Boston Scott or Miles Sanders versus the Jets? The Jets are dead last against the running back. Can I bench both, please? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> like, what seriously. What if you're a guy, let's say his name is Schmott Smithson, right? And uh, he has both these guys, and he wants to know which better play. I, this, this is a fictional character completely, you know? Yeah, it, it, it's tough, man, because the Eagles just do not like Miles Sanders. And the fact that we saw – Boston Scott as bold as he was and be able to find the end zones a little annoying as well. But apparently Miles Sanders suffered some type of, you know, irritating ankle injury. So that could be the reason. So that's just a lingering injury we're going to have for the rest of the season. He already coming back off of IR, getting involved slowly but surely. But I have to stick with the more healthy guy who's going to be getting work, most of the workload. It has to be Boston Scott here. Yeah, I think what you're telling me is I'm going to lose. I mean, this guy's going to lose this week. So I, I appreciate it, though. Uh, let's go to a, a decision that, I mean, earlier in the season, it's a no-brain slam dunk. But now with, with Debo on ice, we've got Brandon Ayuk versus Seattle versus Tyler Lockett versus San Francisco. This is a divisional matchup here. Who are you mm-hmm. leaning in this? 
Uh, this is tough because both of the target shares are very healthy. Right now, you since you know, Debo Samuel has become like a running back hybrid, a wide receiver. You know, Brandon Ayuk has been getting the target share, a healthy one too. Um, I feel so here with Ty Lockett being inconsistent, Russell Wilson struggling. It's a division game. Man, you got to throw out every previous stat, every trend when it comes to division games, and they could lock it up. This could be <laughs> no pun intended. They could, you know, basically lock up Ty Lockett the way we just saw DK get locked up last week. So probably going to avoid all of Seattle next week, uh, well, this week, but I'm going to go Brandon Ayuk. Hmm. That that encourages uh, all the Brandon Ayuk shareholders here, managers, uh, because his early season just uh, – resurrection from where he's come from uh kind of being on the outs with the shanahan regime over there yeah. being uh, now getting that back that target share back it's it's good to see so uh way to go brand all right look speaking of uh you talked about uh your team here i had to put one in here for you because you know what i'm i'm a a company guy i love the mayo media network but i also <laughs> know that you also work uh for uh who do you work for for the rams because i want i don't want to say the wrong publication there Oh, downtown Rams. I'm a writer over there. I got an article coming out tomorrow morning, actually. Nice little plug-in right there. I like that. Oh, I, I knew. I, knew. I, I was going to say downtown, but I forgot the Rams were in there as well. So uh, <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr., he's a little dinged, but you saw him with a touchdown last week. Saw Van mm-hmm. Jefferson balling out as well. Love that guy. Uh, who are you starting if you have both this week, if you can only go one? Uh, I'm going to go with the more healthier guy here. It's, it, it is a toss-up, I feel as though. Both these guys have the, you know, the healthy target share. We always talk about that as well. Red zone, you know, we got to look at Van Jefferson as an actual threat. I think he has like 11 or 12 red zone targets. So that's pretty healthy for a guy that's the number three on the field. So I'm going to lean Van Jefferson being that he's more healthy right now. Yeah, no, I like to see both of them getting theirs in that offense. And uh, they're going to need it. Honestly, there's some killers uh, between, you know, Tom Brady, who they've beaten already, but then Aaron Rodgers, who just whooped up on them. So uh, they're going to need to be fire content only, no pun intended. Uh, (laughs) They're going to do anything. So I like it. All right, let's jump to the tight end. Speaking of a couple of people who didn't do anything uh, and who are kind of, you know, disappointing last couple weeks, uh, Kyle Pitts is coming off, you know, amazing performances and then he just uh you know he gets Cordell patterson so uh mm-hmm. we got pitts versus tampa or noah font versus the chiefs who, who are you leaning towards her or fans uh, i'm honestly leaning Fant. i know it's a division game um i just feel as though kyle pitts man it's not turning out to something that we want to see it's definitely basically matt ryan struggling without calvin ridley um pitts is just being locked up and that's what it's coming down to i know he's a freak athlete but I can't throw him in there and he gets me five points when I can have a Noah Fant that has, you know, now a red zone presence. And I feel as though him being a big body target, Chiefs are a little washed, you know, against the uh, tight end. So let's see how that goes. Yeah. And both these teams have huge, uh, you know, negative totals that they'll be chasing in the game. So there's, there's opportunity there for both of them to get those late, you know, targets, those touchdowns, but Pitts, man, yeah, it's going to have to be just a total lapse in the defense and the breakdown in Tampa Bay, which I don't really trust, whereas the Chiefs have been playing better lately, but uh, that matchup it, it is more, I mean, I can't believe the Chiefs are favored by 10. Uh, that, that to me kind of, uh, it's, it's a little interesting how we fall in love with the team, they lose a couple games, we hate them, we hate them, you know, and then they, they win a couple games and then we love them again, you know, so uh, it's just, well, it's the fans in, in America with football, we, we oscillate back and forth, so, all right, I appreciate your thoughts. Uh, I got another matchup here, I, I talked about it earlier with the quarterback, uh, Foster, don't call me Fabian Monroe, uh, versus Washington, or Logan Thomas versus the said Raiders, so the themes of back and forth with these teams, I wanted to kind of, you know, spice up a little bit this week. 
Uh, I'm definitely going to go with Logan Thomas, man. That should have been a touchdown last week. Mm -hmm. I feel as though it's a welcome back party for him. Healthy target share, by the way, you know, on the welcome back. So Raiders right now are actually not doing great against tight ends. They give up the third most fantasy points per game. So this is something that I'm definitely going to be smashing playing Logan Thomas. Yeah, I like that too. And and they have a high total. This game has a 49 and a half implied uh, or total. So they have a you know implied team total for the Raiders, 26, Washington football team, you know, 23 and a hook. So a lot of points supposed to be scored in this matchup, uh, which I like. I like when they 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 put those big numbers up there. So uh good call. Uh let's jump one more. Uh, I, this is just for my guy, you know, Troy King. Shout out Troy King. Always <laughs> pumping the Miles Gaskin. I got Miles Gaskin this week up against the New York Giants, who are going to be with Mike Glennon. It looks like Ugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the giraffe. I don't know what's his nickname. Uh, <laughs> or Michael Gallup versus the Saints. Uh, well, what do you think? Which side are you leaning on this one? Man, I'm actually happy that Gaskin's broke the curse, the hot, cold, inconsistent, the bipolar fancy point. So it was good to see him, you know, break that. Finding the end zone definitely broke that. I'm going to ride with him again this week, actually, against the Giants. You know, they're giving up 20 points per game, the running back group. So I'm going to ride in. Hopefully, Miles Gaston doesn't disappoint. Yeah, I think the thing that happened last week with the Eagles is their defense, and not that it didn't play, you know, awesome or anything. It played fine. Yeah. But they, their offense never got going. And I think Tua does a better job against them, especially in this game script uh, where they've lost their starting quarterback, uh, who, I mean, Dale Jones, not not a world beater, but uh, still, I think this is a, a game for Miles Gaston to take advantage of that and and you know, make, put up a touchdown on the ground, maybe a receiving touchdown. So uh, he's been pushing the yardage total up again and again, talked about you know, him kind of oscillating back and forth, but he's been steady the last couple weeks. So I love it. All right, let's jump in. We got one more segment to go and then we'll get you out of here. Uh, we're talking about injuries and man, this is just the, the black, I said it was black Sunday or black Monday, all, all you know, instead of Black Friday, all these injuries that came down the pike, terrible situation for, you know, uh, the first couple picks in the NFL fantasy draft this year uh, with Christian McCaffrey going out. You know, we've got Dalvin Cook going to miss a couple games. A.J. Brown was out. You know, we got Cooper out, Debo out, Daniel Jones now out, Swift looking like he is not going to play, according to Dan Campbell. Uh, Out of all of these, is there any uh, situation where you see uh, the next man up really increasing their value in any of these offenses, whether it's Carolina, who's kind of struggling or uh, Dallas or, or Minnesota. Is there anywhere you're kind of targeting looking at the next kind of week or so? Oh man, these injuries are really like just killing me, honestly. Like it's just, it's very annoying to try to like find a shuffle to get these guys going. But I'll think the, the biggest hit where you're still okay, where, you know, Alexander Madison is still around, um, I feel as though he has a juicy matchup against Detroit this week. I feel as though, you know, Detroit's just absolutely terrible against running backs. And I feel as though that's like the next man up, which is great. Uh, CMC, the loss of him is just unfortunate, but Amir Dula seems to be the next guy up when it comes to PPR upside. He still had Chuba Hubbard there as the, you know, the pure runner, but he doesn't have that much fantasy relevance because he's going to get vultured by Cam Newton when it comes to that, you know, red zone opportunity to score. So that's, that's a hit there huge for a lot of fancy managers out there. Yeah, I think it's a little bit different than earlier in the season, too, when CMC went out. It's not just, oh, I got to pick him up. Uh, Chuba Hubbard's going to be back where he was before getting you 15, 18 points a game. I think you're yeah. right. 
that Cam Newton uh, goal line red zone target share is just going to, you know, stifle him for sure. So uh, let's talk about some questionables. Not sure where they're going to land. It could be either or, but uh, you know, some good news in Dallas CD lamb. Uh, he's still out necessarily on the on the official report, but he's progressed through the concussion protocol, says he's good to go. Uh, we talked about that earlier. Yay. Uh, Cedric Wilson, ankle, watch that, see what happens. They got that Thursday game. So, uh, you know, he did not practice today. And uh, it's Tuesday, but really it's like Friday in the in the Thursday game matchup. So a little, yeah. little bit more of a situation. Uh, what do you think about this game uh, with, if Wilson is out? Is, is that something that's going to kind of hinder Dak, or you think it just is a pass funnel to CeeDee Lamb and he takes over like he did a couple weeks ago? I think CD takes over, man, if he plays. And I definitely think Dalton Schultz steps up. My aim see Tony Pollard get a nice target share. Um, so, so, you know, Dak is going to be okay as long as CeeDee Lamb's playing. Yeah, I agree. We saw what happened when he went out the first week, took a little bit of time to adjust. Second week, came back. They were going to figure it out. So, uh, all right, speaking of other stars, we have Aaron Rodgers and his pinky toe, but he called it a COVID toe situation. That guy, <laughs> venting terms as he goes. What a, what a character. Uh, he, he is a kind of limited right now. He's hobbling around, and uh, they, they might have to do something about that. Just keep an eye on him. Uh, he still played well last week, you know, and and uh, he's yeah one of the best. So, um, but you know, you never know in today's NFL when that could kind of get him, and he could maybe have to miss a start. So keep your your eyes peeled for any Aaron Rodgers news. Uh, and then one of his wide receivers, Randall Cobb, playing pretty well this year. He's got a groin injury, and so just watch out for that. Uh, those are tricky. Those normally do cause people to miss a few games here and there. So probably be out for a little bit. Uh, what do you think about Jalen Hurts? News broke today while I was trying to take a nap, no less. Damn it. Can't even take a nap in this industry. Uh, Jalen Hurts got a little ankle in, in, uh, injury. Uh, how's that look going forward for this week? Man, that's something we definitely need to monitor. It's it's unfortunate, man, because if those other dudes can really ball out and now with his ankle injury, it could just dumb down his game just a tad bit. And then all of a sudden, you know, the bye week, you come back out of the bye week, Garner misuse to start or somehow. But let's not put that into the universe. But I feel as though, you know, Jalen Hurts will be fine. <clears throat> yeah, we don't need Minshew mania right now. Uh, yeah, that, that's like a summer thing, you know. It's like a cold beer and a t-shirt, tank top. You know, <laughs> we haven't seen Minshew mania in the cold yet. I don't know if that's gonna fly yet. We'll see. Maybe. Uh, and against the Jets, no less. That would be kind of wild. So, all right. Uh, you're on your Rams too. We, we talked about you know Odell being a little banged up with the hip pointer. Darrell Henderson also got a bit of a quad injury. Uh, does that boot well for uh, you know Sony Michelle, or is that just kind of a uh, you know what, what do you think happens there? It's a little it's a little tricky because the Rams have just absolutely just not been great at running the ball. And it's not like we're not producing, you know, yards. It's just that we just haven't been running the ball. As soon as we get down by one score, like we just run away from the run, no pun intended. But we're at the bottom of the table when it comes to running back targets out of the backfield. So it's like we're not getting any type of PPR value out of Sony Michelle. Uh, we're just kind of hoping for a touchdown at that point, you know, when they get down to the 10 yard line. So it's a, it's a sticky situation. So it's unfortunate to actually try to jump on Sony Michelle and put it in the lineup. I just wouldn't trust it. Yeah. I just, if anything, it makes my, my Van Jefferson shares just seem a little more. Yeah. Um, so I, I like it. Uh, a couple other injuries uh, yesterday, JD McKissick, a little scary was down for a while. 
Uh, he has a neck situation, questionable. Uh, good news, uh, I heard he was in the locker room afterwards, kind of talking to guys and being in, in the mix, not at a local hospital okay. or anything like that. So neck head, that's, you're always worried about that, but it seems like he should be okay. Uh, maybe missed this week. We don't know. We'll kind of see how that plays out. Played well in his revenge game, by the way, two touchdowns before he yeah. was out there. Big part of that win yesterday. So uh, keep an ear to the ground on that. Uh, Kyler Murray hasn't played for over a month. D-hop out as well. They're both questionable with the ankle and the hamstring. Uh, if they're not going, how do you see this impacting the Bears matchup? They've been winning, except for the matchup with the Panthers, which was kind of a turnover fest in the beginning, kind of a uh, worst-case scenario start to a matchup that kind of put them behind the eight ball. They, they're not terrible right now without them in the in the lineup. I think they're just going to roll the dice. I mean, if they're winning games, I don't see why rush any of these rehabs. I mean, most teams that will be you know losing, they've been out for a month. If they were like one and three in the last month, then I could see Murray – or D-Hop being rushed back into the lineups just so they can get some wins. But they're winning games, so they're going to be out as long as it takes to get healthy because they're thinking about the playoffs, man. You want 100% out of your quarterback. You want 100% out of your starting wide receiver as well. Yeah, I don't think they watched that Thanksgiving matchup with the Bears and the Lions and thought, oh, we better get D-Hop back quick. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Watch out. Andy, the Red Rifle Dalton's coming to town. You know, so uh, I don't think they're too worried. Uh, on that same note, Justin Fields' rib, uh, questionable right now, but probably, pro- maybe, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. So monitor that. I think they have a better chance uh, with him on the field than they do Andy yeah. Dalton, but that's just that's just kind of my uh, bias. Uh, Allen Robinson questionable with a hammy. Uh, we've, we've seen that kind of last couple of weeks. And then Alvin Kamara came out of nowhere being hurt with the knee. He's still questionable. Mark Ingram's still questionable. Uh, Cole Beasley, uh, Antonio Brown, uh, just a bunch of great football players, right? Guys on your team who yeah. draft in the, maybe the sixth round to 10th round. You, you expected them to, to be there. Uh, Kadarius Tony, Shepard, uh, and Fire Moose got a concussion. So, I um, mean, injuries galore. How do people just survive this week? Any uh, magic formula, LQ, besides, you know, <laughs> uh, just spending all your fab on uh, Dontrell Hilliard? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. I feel as though playoffs are around the corner. We're like two weeks away for, you know, some people whenever their league starts. So every single pickup matters now. Every single pickup needs to be a guy that can show up and show up, you know, out of your bench or out of, you know, your flex position. With all these injuries that are happening every single week, I don't see it slowing down. I don't see it ending. So, you know, we just got to roll with the punches and pivot. Yeah, we've got five weeks left to crown a championship in, in most leagues. So <laughs> it's a five-week season. Forget what you've seen so far. you got to yeah. prognosticate and, and plan ahead. So uh, speaking of that, plan ahead to play these prize picks by signing up for prize picks with the link in the description below down on the YouTube. Also, I forgot to say it earlier, smash the like and subscribe button. All right, I want to be like Dave Lofgren. I went on the Awesome Show last Friday. I called the Kendrick Bourne explosion. Uh, I forgot to tell people to like and subscribe, but it's what he always does. So, but like and subscribe and then go follow my friend, uh, The Real Deal Fantasy on Twitter. Uh, where can people find your work, my good friend? Right here at the Mayo Media. And of course, over at Downtown Rams, where I have my article coming out tomorrow morning. Then, you know, weekly on my YouTube channel, at Real Deal Fantasy, Instagram, Facebook, MySpace. Whatever's happening on the social medias, man, I'm there. So just, you know, be on the lookout every single day, every single week, fire content only. Yeah, and you'll know it's the real deal because it'll be verified on Twitter. And if you don't <laughs> anything else, uh, we were joking earlier that you're you're a verified pirate, but then you didn't wear the eye patch and you know, couldn't make the joke. So, you know, we're just uh, kind of just left to 
to bring it up now. But anyway, I do do all those things. Uh, I am Scott Simpson, Nimble W Numbers on Twitter, NimbleWNumbers.com. I'm GPP, I'm DFS, Cash Games. That's what I love to do. So check out my work there. I write for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Top Stacks of the Week. I write for myself. Uh, and then I do Chalk Blocked on Saturday night at 10 o'clock. We run through the whole DFS main slate. Uh, real deal. I know you're working all the time. Uh, we got to have you on one of these weeks when you're not questionable with glass in your eye. You know, <laughs> I know you, you, love, you love the DFS too, man. You're a true brother in this. So uh, appreciate you. Uh, everybody else, go sign up for the Mayo Media Network on Prize Picks. Get it done. Uh, anything else, LQ, as we get out of here? No, man. Let's full send it. Hopefully, you guys make some good picks and some good decisions in fantasy this week. Yeah, let us know all of your winnings. Peace. <laughs>